Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Welcome! Episode 13. Wow, this is awesome. I feel like I say a similar thing every time. But we are happy to be here for episode 13. That's right. That's right. So what was on our hearts was to share on obedience being better than sacrifice and for me I and I feel I know you can relate to this but I used to really have a problem saying no like if it was like a something that was like especially involving like with church or involving like there was a lot of things I was involved in a few years ago it felt like I was like my like if there was me it was like split in lots of places (laughs) it was like I was involved here I was involved here I was watching these children I was doing this like there was just so many things and I remember that when I like had that revelation of that when we're saying yes to everything that something's getting our no and a lot of times it's what God's called us to and when I got a revelation of that, oh my gosh, I was so empowered to be like, no, 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 yes. <laughs> and uh, But obviously it's all by the grace of God and what God's calling you to and what he is giving you permission to say no to. And so I know for us, um, it's like, it's kind of interesting in this season is like still, even it, it can even be something God's calling you to but you still don't have to say yes to everything um, when he's not asking you to. And so that's a little intro. Do you want to share before we get into more? It's good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know that uh, when I first surrendered my life to Jesus uh, after college and got involved with the St. Louis Dream Center, and uh, and then Christine was also involved in a different dream center. And uh, so they're very outreach oriented churches. And uh, this was in North St. Louis. And, and so they had, I think I counted one time and they had two dozen different ministries or outreaches in the church. And, uh, and so I got super involved and, then was also going to a different church as well. So at one point I had, I was serving in one way or another uh, every day of the week on top of a full-time job. And, uh, and then, you know, having a bit of a drive to each, each church and uh, especially with traffic. And so, um, so yeah, it was, I mean, it was amazing. Like a lot of good things happened. A lot of people got saved and blessed and encouraged and set free. And I, I grew a lot. Um, but after a while I felt I, one, I was getting burnt out <laughs> and two, um, I felt like God told me at one point, it's like, it's great that you're doing all this, but I didn't ask you to. And so, um, so I, I stopped everything in hindsight, maybe I should have kept one thing going, <laughs> one outreach going. I mean, I I was still serving. I was still serving in uh, with, uh, um, you know, in the church. But I, I stopped all like outreach to the public, which I was doing a lot of before. And um, but anyway, so 
but it was uh, it was a huge blessing to my personal walk with the Lord. And so, but of course, we want to, <laughs> you know, well, we want to know what the the season we're in. But at the same time, we want to grow in our walk with the Lord as we continue loving people. But just saying yes to what He's saying yes to, and no to what He's saying no to. Yeah. So that's a matter of knowing Him and knowing His voice, yeah. which we do because we're His sheep, and we get to learn and grow in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know one thing too. I remember what would help me was this phrase of just like quality over quantity. And that even if, like how I said earlier, how like if everything's getting your yes, then something's getting your no. Even if um, you're still involved in what God's called you to, if you're still saying yes with that, with a ton of other things in your life, it's just, it's not as much quality going toward the thing that you know God's called you to, if that makes sense. And so it was like, even though I was, like when I said something's getting my no, it was still had my yes as far as I was still involved in the ministry. There was a women's ministry recess I've mentioned before that I knew is what God was calling to me, calling me to the most in that season. And yet I was involved in a lot of other things at the time. And so I was still connected, but not in the capacity that God um, wanted me to be. And once I was able to shut those other doors and like be disconnected from the other things, which it there are seasons where it's okay. Like it's, I know some people are like, that's so hard. Like they just, they want to at least have their toe in like a few things. And it's just like, if God's not asking you to like, yes, like obedience is better than sacrifice. Like don't think that just because it's a good thing that God's always calling you to it. It's But the best part is, like you said, like we know his voice. And so you can just ask him and um, he'll tell you. So it's the amazing part. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm reminded of uh, something that I felt like he showed me is if we're, you know, if we're uh, like volunteering for a posi- position, for example, or helping out with something or doing something, uh, because we feel like there's a need there. Oh, yeah. Um, then, but he's not calling us to, it might seem like we're helping, but really we're we're not, especially in the long term, because two things are happening there is one, um, by doing what he's, the good thing that he hasn't called you to do, one, you're uh, keeping yourself from being able to do what he has called you to. Because just like Christine said, like if you're saying yes to one thing, you're saying no to another. And so really everyone says no. It's just, uh, you know, it's a lot easier for for a lot of people to say no in a way where they don't have to actually tell a person that <laughs> <laughs> or be confrontational about it, which obviously we do everything in love, but um, we, we can say no in love. So anyway, if we're doing something we haven't been called to, then we're keeping ourselves from what God has called us to. But also, if that's something, if that's a real need uh, that God has, then He has a person, the right person for that need. And so we're also keeping the right person from fulfilling that need as well. If we're fulfilling it out of just our human desires to to fulfill a need, or because of uh, wanting to please people or just because, you know, we, yeah, it's like, it's, it's good to see a need and to want to fill it, but we, we just want to walk with Jesus. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, 
I, I think uh, I, Reinhard Bonnke, one of the amazing, most amazing evangelists, even he talks about how it's don't go to the mission field because you see a need. Go to the mission field because he calls you there. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to probably not going to end well for you. Hmm. So, yeah. And what did Heidi Baker say? Uh, which one? About like- what? Okay, never mind. I felt like there was something that you had uh, told me before that I thought fit with this. But if you don't remember, I don't remember. (laughs) So we're good. (laughs) Anyway, she just said something good. So, and then like where we are at now. Well, first, okay, I kind of want to rewind. So when I did say no to those things and I was able to full, like it took a while. Like there was some, like at first I said, no, I was really involved um, helping with the kids ministry and with different things. And when I first said no to that, like that was like one step. And then, but I was still, um, involved in other things that took some time for me to realize that God wanted me to say no to those as well. But when I did finally say no to the other things, like that set me up for like my future, because really like as I went into more of what God had been calling me to and like he was igniting these different passions in me of um, just like seeing uh, his kingdom come, uh, that's how I actually ended up meeting Thomas. And so it's like God knew what was on the other side of my obedience. But it's like if I would have continued doing and what was comfortable in saying yes to all these things, I could have missed out on what God had for me. Like completely there. I wouldn't have been in that place if I was still doing all those things. And so it's like, I really do feel like this is a word for people listening is like a lot of times we feel like we're helping all of the people that we're saying yes to, but it could be costing us from our true destiny that would really actually help more people than we could imagine. Because once we say yes to God, like his plans for us are better than we could imagine. So if like what we're doing in our life right now is something that you're able to do like all by yourself without God's help, then I would ask if it's from God. Um, sorry, I, yeah. I feel like it got super serious, but just like personally, I think just even having that moment of remembering like, wow, like if I was still doing those things, I wouldn't be here. And I'm so thankful. I'm not saying I've arrived, like I'm absolutely still pressing toward the upward calling Christ Jesus. And there's so much more I want to see um, come to pass, but I'm so thankful for where God's brought me and I wouldn't trade it for anything. And so, yeah, yeah. say yes to Jesus. Say yes to Jesus. He's amazing. Yeah. And he is worthy of our yes. Yes. Because he held nothing back from us. <laughs> yeah, he held nothing back from us. And so why would we hold anything back from him? Yeah. And um, yeah. The lamb is worthy to receive the reward for his suffering. Yes, amen. So, anything else to add before I... I think that's good. All right. Well, I'm just going to briefly uh, uh, talk about where this comes from, where obedience is better than sacrifice, and it's from First Samuel 15. And, um, I mean, there's a couple of places where similar things are talked about, but this is definitely one of the big ones, and... Give us some biblical background. Yeah, so Saul, he was anointed king, and um, then basically he got proud and uh, turned away from the Lord, and so uh, and it cost him his kingship and uh, and his life actually. Um, 
And so anyway, Saul was, God told Saul to go to this place and to uh, destroy everything because the, the sin, these people, they've, they've filled their cups, like there's nothing left but judgment. Um, you know, this is before Jesus <laughs> shed his blood. Uh, this is obviously the Old Testament. So um, I'm not saying he's telling. Uh, obviously, we, we can see the spiritual principle behind it. And so, well, but it turns out Saul didn't destroy everything. He saved the king and then he let people save the best of the animals. And then in, in 1 Samuel fifteen ten, it says, Now when the Lord, word of the Lord came to Samuel saying, I greatly regret that I've set up Saul as king, for he has turned back from following me, has not performed my commandments. And then um, later Samuel is talking to Saul and he says, when you were little in your own eyes, were you not the head of the tribes of Israel? So Saul started out humble, but power corrupted him. And, uh, and well, he didn't have a, he didn't continue in a relationship with the Lord. And so, and did not the Lord anoint you king over Israel? Were you not the head of the tribes of Israel? Did not the Lord anoint you king over Israel? Um, and the Lord sent him on a mission. And then, and then in verse 20, uh, Saul said to Samuel, but I've obeyed the voice of the Lord and gone on the mission on which the Lord sent me and brought back Agag, king of Amalek. I have utterly destroyed the Malachites, but the people took the plunder, sheep and oxen, the best of the things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice the Lord, your God in Gilgal. So he's saying, yeah, I mean, not everything. I didn't completely obey the voice what God said, but it was for a good cause because we want to sacrifice these animals to God. And so then Samuel responds and says, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Wow, so this is super heavy. And and then it goes on, but that, one, that next one is good. Too. Okay, and stubbornness is and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry, because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He has rejected you from being king. I just felt that word stubbornness was good, just because I feel that I was, for me, in the way I was going before, completely like studying, like saying no to some of those things. It was like that was in a way being stubborn. Yeah. And then it goes on and says, Then Samuel, Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words, because I have feared the people and obeyed their voice. And so now the truth comes out. It's like, okay, he didn't fully obey God because he feared the people above God. And so we fear God and not man. And when we know and believe his love for us, our value to him, our acceptance in him, that his love and our value was proven at the cross by the price he paid for us, that God demonstrated his own love towards us. And while we are sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. And we're accepting the beloved so we can never be rejected. And so then when we're doing every, everything as unto the Lord, then we don't fear people because we're not doing it for people. Yeah. And so, so good. That's so good. Anything to add to that? Oh, just, well, yeah, just fear God, <laughs> not man, because yeah. He's who we love. He's who we serve. Of course, we love people. But he's the one that will face, like, yeah, 
I've said this before, but like he's, there will be a day when he is, there's already his opinion is the one that matters. But if we could get an eternal view right now, like it would help us so much, you know, just to realize that we have an audience of one. It's our incredible father who has amazing plans for us as we continue to walk in his ways. Yeah. So bring it back to home real quick before we pray out. Um, or if you had anything else to share, but so when we're serving or doing things or just meeting needs apart from the will of God, then we're, we're sacrificing, but obedience is better than sacrifice. Yeah. And so, um, and again, we don't want to over spiritualize this. Like, uh, there's things that we know are God's will. We we know it's his will for people to be healed, to people to be saved, to be set free. Uh, but even in all that, um, we have to put God first. The first commandment <laughs> is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Is that's the second commandment? So we got to keep first things first, second things second. And uh, when we base, because that's where Heidi Baker comes in, is like. Uh, I don't know if this is what you were talking about, but I was reminded of this, of she has such a revelation of, for those that haven't heard about her, I mean, she's been a missionary in in Mozambique for her and her husband, Roland, for decades. And they've, through them, God has brought millions of people to Christ and thousands and thousands of people healed and just amazing revival and and different things there in Mozambique and around the world. And, and, um, and she, I remember hearing a message from her about just the importance of abiding, that even with all her responsibility with thousands of churches in the ministry, thousands and thousands of churches, like her first priority is spending time with Jesus still. <laughs> I mean, I think at that point she said she carved out five hours, the first five hours for God. And that sometimes even some of her staff were complaining. It's like, well, we could get a lot done if you got in here before 10, a- 10 a.m., <laughs> But she's like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. And Jesus is more important than anything else. Right. And even more than people. And he can do more through us as we enjoy him and grow in right. relationship with him than we could ever do in our own efforts. Right. right. And there's lots of examples. Yes. We it's, could share on that. Yeah. But. It's just amazing. Just like supernatural productivity. <laughs> like when we trust God, he can do things in two hours that we thought would take 10. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. I I just feel in my heart to share this. The, uh, the example she gave was uh, in that message I heard a while ago was that there's a group in, in the ministry that really didn't understand this revelation of intimacy first and abiding first. And they went into a town and they just worked and worked and worked, evangelized, preached the gospel for weeks, weeks on end. And after several weeks with zero fruit, they came back exhausted, burnt out, and they said, that place is impossible. It's impossible. And uh, and then Heidi Baker goes there one weekend and revival breaks out the first night. No. And so it's like, what's the difference? Not the amount of work they did, but the amount of in- intimacy they have with Jesus. Yeah. Wow. And right there is obedience being better than sacrifice. Yeah. Because I'm sure the ones that like worked so hard felt like they were like, doing it (laughs) because like they were sacrificing so much but it's like first like we 
we love Jesus first. And like, yeah. that is like, really, I'm so glad you brought up too, just like about fearing God more than man. Cause that's the heart of the, that's the heart of this whole thing. The whole reason that I used to say yes to so much was because I feared man. Like, I'm not ashamed to say it. Cause thank you God for redemption. And of course there's still moments I'm still growing in this, but it's like, we cannot fear man. Like that will keep us from what God has from us for what God has for us. And so it's just like amazing. So yeah. good. Yeah. And so maybe we'll end on this, that we have to remember that in obedience being better than sacrifice, the, the first thing he's calling us to is to love him. Yeah. So that obedience there is better than yeah. anything else. Yeah. And finding our identity in our relationship with him and not in what we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not employees. No. We're sons and daughters. We're friends. Yeah. It's an amazing place. Yeah. And we can dine with him. We can open the door, let him in, yeah. and dine with him, yeah. fellowship with him. Yay, Jesus. Yay, Jesus. <laughs> and from that place, like, the most beautiful things can happen because now it's in friendship. It's in fellowship with him. Yeah. So. All right. You want to close this out? You can. Okay. Father, thank you for your amazing goodness and your love. Thank you for how you're fathering us and nurturing us and correcting us in love and growing us up in Christ in all things. Not that we've already attained, but we press on. We press on then we, <laughs> towards the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We press on for everything that you paid for in and through our lives and give us the grace by your Spirit to say yes to you first. Yeah. We thank you for this revelation that obedience is better than sacrifice. And we thank you that our obedience to the greatest, the first and greatest commandment is the best of all, that we get to love you, we get to enjoy you, we get to fellowship with you and be loved by you and be transformed into your image and likeness from glory to glory, faith to faith. Thank you, Father, for grace for us and for everyone watching and listening and for your body, for us all to grow up, to love and to Christ in all things, that we would say yes to you, and everything you're saying yes to and no to everything you're saying no to. Yeah. That we fear you and not man. That we walk humbly before our God. Yeah. In purity and holiness. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. We love you guys. Be blessed. Be healed and whole in Jesus' name. Yeah. And enjoy. Go enjoy Jesus. Yes. Love you guys. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>